Welcome to Leaders Lift, episode 30. I'm your host, Greg Cunningham, and just a big thank you for joining me for today's episode. Now, there are so many things in life that cause us stress, right? There are a lot of little things that can impact us as well as the bigger things that come up. So what I want to do today is talk about how we work through some of those things that impact us. Now, normally I'd go right to things like keeping your eye on your goals or your development plans, focus on the big picture, but that's not where I want to go today. I want to talk about, and I want you to think about little things that make you smile. Now, I posted on Instagram a little bit of a spoiler um, the day I recorded this, uh, a picture of a bunch of chocolate on a shelf, because I know there are a lot of people that get joy out of chocolate and a picture of the Snoopy watch face. And I'll talk about that here in a bit. So that's what I want to talk about today. Talk about little things that make us smile. And we'll see how the episode goes. Now, just before I dive in, just a reminder, subscribe, follow, share, do a review. All of those things help other people find the podcast. And if you've got someone that just needs a little bit of a lift, maybe this episode will be good for them. Because again, it's not about these big major development things that I generally talk about, but it's about the little things that can make us smile. All right, I want to start with the story. So back in junior high, I had this period where, that I went through where I seemed like I was constantly on the edge of getting in fights at school. So I wasn't generally a, a person that would do that kind of stuff. Um, but I went through this period of time where it just seemed like everybody, that, that I was irritating all the wrong people, right? And then I was more irritable. Now, those that know me pretty well will say, well, I'm pretty easy to irritate. But this was different, right? And so like I said, I was just always on the brink of physically getting into fights, not disagreements, but physically getting in fights. And as I sat down and thought about this, I realized that over the last while, I can't remember how long it had been, but I had changed the kind of music that I was listening to. I had gotten into some really big heavy metal um, kind of groups back then, right? And now I'm not judging anyone and I'm not saying this would impact anybody else the same way. But what I realized is that there was kind of a coincidence there of when I had really started listening to this music and I really enjoyed it. And this weird period of me not being able to get along with people in my life. And so I don't know how I recognized that, but I stopped listening to that music for a while and things started to smooth out. Now it wasn't an overnight shift, but over time I found that it just made my life more calm so, and I, I stopped, you know, being on the verge of getting in fights all the time at school. So my lesson there was, and again, I don't, I'm not saying that that kind of music is bad, but my lesson there was that there are these things in my life that are going to impact me for the good or for the worse, right? And so with that music, when I stopped listening to it, I felt a lot better. And so I've actually been pretty picky about the kind of music I listen to ever since then. And music is a huge part of my life and would definitely fall under the list of some of those things that can make me smile. And on the flip side, it really can irritate me. So now the reason I share this story is I just want us to realize that sometimes there are these little things or smaller things in our lives that can have a huge impact on us, whether we recognize them or not. 
So in this case, I didn't realize at the time until I, you know, thought about it for a little bit. But while things were going on, I didn't realize that that was at least one of the triggers that was causing me to have a different experience in my life and at school. So think about that. Uh, again, not judging the kind of music anybody listens to, but that's just a story from my experience um, that I've learned from and has stuck with me for a very, very long time. Now, why are these little things important, this concept of how little things impact our lives? Well, all of us want to get more out of life, and this is the one part that will tie back to all these things that I've been talking about, right? We want to meet our fullest potential. We want to find joy in life. We want to get the most out of life. I think everybody wants to do that. And so sometimes we focus on these big things like our development plans or... Um, you know, our goals or objectives or just the things that we have to do every day. But without these little things that make us smile, it's very easy for your life to become an all-consuming slugging or stomping or, you know, slushing through an obstacle course. If you think about, you know, some of the visions we have of boot camp and the obstacle course that you go through with it's raining and it's pouring down and you know, you're trying to crawl under the barbed wire fence on your belly in the mud, you know, that kind of thing. So um, these little things are what help us get through some of those tougher times. Now, of course, we can keep our eye on the bigger picture, but, you know, it's not, it's not what I wanted to talk about today. Now, the other reason this topic is important is because it's related to the idea of refilling the well. Now, remember I talked about that, right? We've got to find those things that help us renew our energy. It could be exercise, reading. For me, it's biking and camping. Um, those are the big things, but these are small things I want to talk about today that help us when we can't do those bigger things. And then I also want to talk just a little bit about how some people are going to say, well, social media is my getaway. And I want to talk a little bit about that, maybe. But the idea behind, the, the reason I hesitate about social media is that people say, yes, that's my escape. But one of the bigger problems I see with social media is that it puts us into this comparison state of mind. And we start comparing our life to those that we're following on social media. And that may not be a good thing because we're seeing their absolute very best. And generally, we're going to compare our absolute worst or these tough times to their very best. And we're just never going to win that. So that's my concern about people that say that social media is their getaway. Now, maybe some are doing fine with that. So anyway, that's why this is important. I think these little things are the things that pick us up when we can't get out and do the bigger things. Okay, so just a little more about what I'm really talking about here. And this is the idea that all of us should find fun little things that just make you smile. Now, I put a, on Instagram a picture of one of the Snoopy watch faces. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, on the Apple Watch, the new version of Watch OS 10, I've been running the beta for the last couple of weeks, and they put in this Snoopy watch face that has a whole bunch of animations. And it took, I don't know, 48 hours before I started to see consistent repeats of the animations, so there were a ton of them. And it was just nice that every time I looked at the time on my watch or turned my wrist up that I would see Snoopy doing something that was really, really cool and fun. And it just made me smile. And that's actually what got me thinking about this topic. You know, I also posted chocolate. I posted that picture of a whole bunch of chocolate. And sometimes there are fun little things like that that can make us smile. Now, 
I do want to point out that we have to be careful and not take things to extremes because too much of a good thing actually is not a good thing, right? And so if you're going to go eat, if you're going to eat chocolate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and that's all you eat, it's probably not going to be good for you and probably not going to help you smile. So, but that's what I'm talking about are finding these fun little things. And I'll give you some more examples here in just a bit. But also on the flip side of this, it's also about eliminating the little things that don't matter that bring you down. And just an example here, and I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but I used to listen to a particular podcast all around technology, and it was a great show. And it was a panel show, and there were several panelists, and really, really enjoyed it. But over time, I realized that every time one of the panelists started to talk, I just didn't like it, right? I didn't want to hear what they had to say. There was a lot of negativity and it almost seemed like they were playing devil's advocate just to play devil's advocate. Now that could have been their role on the podcast, fine. But I just realized that I didn't like that anymore. And so I stopped listening to that podcast and there are plenty of other podcasts out there about that same type, the, that same type of content. But that's just one example of not just finding fun little things, but then also looking at those little things. So in this case, I found music, certain kinds of music, you know, back when I was younger. And now this podcaster that I just decided I don't want to listen to that anymore because it doesn't help me feel better. It actually makes me feel worse. Okay. Now, how do you figure this out? It's really just a matter of being deliberate. I always talk about being deliberate, but and paying attention to what goes on, right? I mean, like this morning, so I haven't felt good most of this week. And I always have this idea that if I get up on time, if I get up early and get going, that I'm going to have a better day. Well, this week has been even more difficult because I haven't felt good. I haven't been sleeping well. So I wanted to, you know, have a slower start to the day. But finally today I started to feel better and I got up on time. Now, honestly, part of that was because Apple did pre-orders this morning and I had to get up and do that. Well, they didn't have to, but I chose to. And um, so I got up and got going and I just have way more energy. And I think part of that is the fact that I'm, you know, I'm feeling better, but also getting up and getting going. And so there's this experimentation that you have to do to figure this out for yourself. And so, you know, one of the great things coming out in the new version of uh, iOS, so the operating system for the iPhone is this mental state tracking where you can go in and keep track of and say, hey, I'm really not feeling great today, not talking physically, but mentally I'm kind of not there today and you can put in there why. So being able to track something like that or journaling and saying, well, I did this today and it didn't really go well and I didn't feel great about it or I did this and all of a sudden I had lots of energy. So that's one way that you can do this. And then just paying attention to some of these little things and, and noting when they make you feel good. And then do more of those and eliminate a bunch of the other stuff that you just don't need. So that's my suggestion for how you figure this out. It's a lot of trial and error. There's no roadmap. So you're just going to have to try it. One other topic before I just kind of going in and lay some of the things out that, that help me. And then I want to talk about a lesson I learned from my grandkids. But we also have to be careful. I talked about not eating chocolate for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We need to make sure that we don't allow these little things that make us happy to push us to the opposite extreme, which is getting completely lazy or becoming idle. Because, I mean, there are parts of any job, parts of my company, things that I have to do that I just don't enjoy doing. And so if I said, I'm going to eliminate every single thing in my life that I don't enjoy doing, 
I'm going to be in trouble. I mean, there are things you just have to do, like I have to mow the lawn. Not really something I enjoy doing. So we can't go to the extreme on any of this and eliminate everything that doesn't bring us joy and only focus on these little things that do. Otherwise, we're going to get caught up in those things and we're probably not going to make progress because life is not really intended to be easy, right? So what I want to say is we've got to find these little things that help us along our path that make it a little bit easier for me to go out and mow the lawn. So putting on a nice pair of headphones and listening to something while I'm out mowing the lawn, that's how I get through it, right? So don't let these things uh, lull you into a sense of a false sense of security or make you become lazy or idle. And then the other side of this, because I've given this a little bit of thought, I also would suggest that you be careful about turning your fun things into your jobs. Now, what do I mean by that? So I follow a bunch of creators that camp and mountain bike and do these things that I really, really enjoy doing. And there was one point where my wife and I talked about potentially, you know, living in our RV on the road, and that's still a goal. But then saying, okay, well, we'll do all of this video and all of this kind of stuff, and I'll start recording my mountain bike rides and things like that. But as I stopped and thought about it, one of the things that I didn't want to do was to say, hey, we're going on this amazing camping trip, and then invent the things that we need to do to create good content, right? To be worried about, well, did we video this? Or, okay, let's go recreate that impromptu thing that happened so that we can get it on video. And my problem with that is I was worried that those hobbies, those things that I super enjoy, that I would turn it into a job. And there's been a little bit of that with this podcast where there are times where I just think it's kind of a drudgery to take this thing that I absolutely love, which is leadership and helping others and development, and put out this podcast every week. And so I'm not there. I mean, I'm still enjoying what I'm doing. But be careful about saying, oh, I'm going to fill my life with these fun things, and that's how I'm going to make my living. And there's, you know, the saying that says, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Okay. But there's this balance here, right? Do I really want to turn something that as a hobby that I'm passionate about or something that just makes me smile into my career? I don't know. And you'll have to answer that for yourself. Okay. Now, you know, some of the things that have helped me, and I'm not giving you this list to say this is what'll help you, but I'm more giving you this list so that you'll start thinking about some of these small things in your life, right? And so I like technology, so I like to have gadgets. I like to be involved with gadgets. And you know, I've talked a lot about camping, which is a bigger thing, not necessarily what I'm talking about today, but when I go camping, I like to spend a lot of time sitting in my hammock with my devices. And that's great. I love that tech. So, you know, being able to go read a book on a on a iPad instead of a physical book or you know like I said the Snoopy watch face popping up on my watch every time you know I lift up my wrist and I see a new Snoopy animation or being able to play with or explore new technology so that's something fun and I do do a tech uh, tech podcast gadgets for families you can look for that um, but I've not tried turning that into my main income I haven't gone nuts with that we're just a buddy of mine we're doing that to have fun and talk about things that we enjoy. So that's something that that is helpful for me because every day I'm thinking, okay, what's something that I need to add to the next episode of that podcast? So that's a fun little thing that I do. But reading, reading is a way that I escape. And I read a lot of 
books that are more intended for a younger audience, right? They're not always these super complex. Now, I do read some, um, actually quite a bit more of late. But my, if you had to ask me what my favorite genre of book would be, it's going to be the stuff that's like Harry Potter, right? That really wasn't written specifically for adults, but was written more for younger kids to get them into reading. And, you know, it's just because it's easy to read, right? I mean, I've read Les Miserables. It's huge. It's fat, right? There's so much detail in it. Um, but that's not the kind of stuff I'm going to read to make me smile. That's the kind of stuff I'm going to read if I really want to slug through something. I mean, same thing. One of my favorite series is The uh, the Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. And I love those books, but I always hit this certain point and I've never gotten past the book. I can't remember which one it is. So I've never completed the series just because it gets to be too much slogging through detail. I'll keep trying. Hopefully I'll get it done before I can't read anymore. But but I haven't got through that because it's not one of those little things that just makes me smile. It's, it's more of effort and have to dive into it. But I do enjoy reading. I do listen to music or podcasts. I have something audio going almost all the time. I mean, even when I'm working in depth on an assignment for a client, I'll have some sort of music playing in the background, something that won't distract me. So I'll throw up some John Williams movie themes or something like that, right? Um, just taking a break and going out and spending a couple of minutes with the grandkids helps me, just makes me smile, helps me reset. So those are some of the ideas, some of the things that help me, right, that make me smile. Um, when I was working in one of my corporate jobs, where I was going through a really, really tough patch and I had to put pictures of my family, just add, you know, not formal family pictures, but just like impromptu pictures that we had up there, like my wife and I in costumes for a Halloween party that we went to and some of those other things. I had those pictures up so I could look up when I was getting frustrated and see my family and remember why I was doing what I was doing, those kinds of things. So experiment with this kind of stuff, right? Figure out what helps you and what doesn't help you. I mean, the only way I know that the kind of books I read when I'm super stressed or I just need to relax or smile those books are different than things I read like when I want to learn or when I really want to engage in something. So the only way I figured that out was through experimentation, right? And I'll know, I'll start into a book and it could be, and I read books that I've read multiple times. I mean, there's some of my favorite series I've read, you know, a dozen times and I'll start in on a book and I go, oh yeah, no, not the right mindset for that. So do some experimentation and just find what works for you. Now, last of all, one of the other things that you can do to try to figure some of this out is observe the little kids that are in your life. So I've got my three grandkids living with me and I've learned as I've watched the four-year-old who's the most engaged, I've learned a lot from her lately. And one of the things I've learned is just how you can find joy in every day. And she went through this period of time where every day she would say, this has been the best day ever. And I started paying attention to why she was saying that. And it's when she was able to do something new, right? So if we were able to do something that she had not done before on that day, it was the best day ever. And the other day in the morning, she was getting ready to go to school. And she's like, this is a perfect day. And I have no idea why she said that. But these kids were able to find so much joy just from new things and from their curiosity. And, and maybe that's something that will help you is you need to explore something new on a regular basis. But one quick story. So we've been working, we've got a little bike trailer that we pull behind our e-bikes and, but then we realized that we can only take two of the kids. And so we got a bike seat 
to mount on the back of my bike and we have the trailer. So now we can take all three grandkids on a ride at the same time. And so we were going on a ride and I had one of the kids up in the seat and the other two in there. And we got part of the way through the ride and we were pointing out the animals and the farm fields because we were going out through the fields here in the small town where we live. So we reached this point in the ride where we wanted to move the one kid out of the seat and into the trailer and move the oldest granddaughter into the seat. And so we did that and she really did not want to get up in that seat. It's the first time she had ridden in it. She's up kind of high, had a hard time figuring it out. And, but we convinced her to get in and, and we went on with our ride. And as we started after that, we were pointing out that different animals that we could see and she was getting excited. And then we have a small airport in our town and we rolled by that and she could see the planes and because she wasn't in that trailer with the walls surrounding her. And she was pointing out the airplanes and just getting, oh, look at that airplane and look at that. And she was just getting so excited about these things. And then I told her we were going to go see some really tall corn because it's that time of year. And she's like, okay. And so when we got there, I said, okay, here we go. Here comes the really tall corn. And we turned the corner down and the Corn was right next to her on the road, and it was way taller than her head. And she just got so excited to see that tall corn. Now, most of us are going to think about, why are you excited to see a cornfield? Well, it was something new for her, right? And she just got so, so excited. And, you know, by the time we were done the ride again, she was a little scared to be in that, that seat above. But then by the time we were done, she was putting her arms out like she was flying and all that kind of stuff. And we actually got home and then I decided I needed to go to the grocery store and would ride the bike. And she insisted on going with me and sitting in the seat so that we could go to the grocery store. And she was super excited about that too. And then a couple of days later, she asked me if she could go on another ride to see the corn again. So it stuck with her. And so tying this back into today's episode about finding these small little things, these are just little itty bitty things that are bringing real joy to these kids. And I think we could learn from that. You know, as adults, we kind of have a lot of that stuff trained out of us. But when we're kids, we're so curious and everything's exciting and all that kind of stuff. So just think about this, right? What is the corn in your life? What is the Snoopy watch face in your life? And how can you incorporate enough of those things that it helps you work through on a daily basis those tough times when you're really struggling that helps you refill at least a little bit of your well until you can go do something bigger that really refills the well, like for me, camping and biking. So this is something I'm going to have to think about and apply this winter because we were actually planning on not being here this winter, being somewhere with nicer weather where I could still get out and ride. So I'm trying to think about what can I do little things and big things that are going to help me replace that in my life when it starts to snow and I can't get out on the bike. So think about this. How does this apply in your life? So that's it for today. What I hope you got out of this episode are just what are some of the little things in my life that make me smile? And how can I incorporate more of those things in to help me get through the day or the week until I can get to those big opportunities to refill my well? And if you can do that, I think you'll find that assignments are a little easier. It's a little easier to get out of bed in the morning, some of those kinds of things. So figure out what works for you. You're probably going to have to experiment with a little bit, right? What types of things, what works for you, what doesn't. But trust me, it'll be worth it. All of us need to find more joy and smile more in our lives.
Well, thank you for sticking with me through the end of this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, share, do a review. Send this off to somebody that may need it. And until next week, go out there, find something that makes you smile, and help somebody else do the same. Thank you. Thank you.